This podcast is scheduled for one fall. Now residing in the Quad Cities, Dave in the QC. And his tag team partner from Rochester, New York, this is RJ. Today's episode is powered by The Skin Store. For over 20 years, The Skin Store has been the number one destination for premium skincare, hair care, and beauty products. With over 8,000 different products from 300 different brands, The Skin Store has you covered for all your hair, cosmetics, supplements, and of course, skincare needs. Find your favorite brands like Alta MD, New Face, Olaplex, and more, all in one place with gifts with every purchase. Right now, the Skin Store is offering our listeners 20% off your next purchase by using the code POD. That's code P-O-D for 20% off your next purchase at skinstore.com slash pod.list. Skin Store, have the confidence to tackle the day ahead. Exclusions apply. It is Friday. It is 9 a.m. You know what that means. Another great episode of the Ringside Rant. Today, Dave and I have the proud honor of having a WWE legend and a wrestling legend in general, Mr. Savio Vega. Savio, welcome to the show. Thanks for doing this, man. Thank you. Thank you very much for, you know, for having me. And it's a pleasure. And all the fans that are watching or listening uh, to us right now, a lot of blessings to all and a todos los hispanos. Les habla Tío Sabio Vega desde Puerto Rico. Muchas bendiciones a todos. Dave, you understood that, right? He lost me at Quang. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, just, I just say to all the fans that listen to us, a lot of blessings for them. Yeah. No, it's definitely, we're both really big fans. We grew up in that time frame uh, where you started with the, uh, with the WWF there back in the uh, the early '90s to mid '90s, uh, but it, like I said, it's ex- extremely proud to have you on and happy to have you on. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I can't help but uh, want to ask about this. Uh, this uh, you're involved with MLW now, and yes. you I saw your match with uh, one uh, Richard Holiday. Uh, a strap match, and I, I, I a little controversy into that match but uh still can go man i was i was thrilled to see you out there and still putting it up with the best of them with mlw uh how, how are you liking working with that company i love i love working with uh cole bauer and mlw uh it's good why because they have uh i'd say what 95 percent of the uh of the talent are second generation and third generation uh, wrestlers and and all those guys want to make it to the top and you have uh, players like uh, uh, Jacob Patu, what a performer! You have Hammerstone, you have uh, Richard Holiday. I mean, you have a bunch of guys. They're uh, great guys. They're looking to be on top of the mountain, and and MLW is doing the difference. You see the the production of the shows. Uh, you, you see almost simultaneous like a. Three, three matches 
you know, in different times, you see uh, all the vignettes they're doing. I mean, they're working hard to, to have this company, uh, you know, uh, in good position in, in, the, in, the, in the work of Preston. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you just said Jacob Fatu, and that, that name will probably ring a bell with some people. They start thinking about Fatu because one of my favorite wrestlers of all time is Rikishi. Uh, what's the relation brother. with Rikishi and Jacob Fatu? They're family. They're, they're family. They're uh, from the annoying family. And uh, uh, I mean, I, I love to see uh, Rikishi in, at the MLW, of course. I mean, he have, I believe he have a, a contract with uh, WWE and, and he could go nowhere. But uh, yeah, they're relative. Uh, and, and of course, when there are some ones, they're all family, like uh, all we are Puerto Ricans. You see Puerto Rican in a different place and you Puerto Rican, hey, you, you're going to be my brother. You're going to be <laughs> taken. So uh, uh, yeah, they're family. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, I was a, a, a huge I, I liked him start from the start with the head shrinkers. I was a big fan, and then it, it kind of spiraled out to he was Fatu, the the man making a difference. And then when the the, the first time the I met uh, Fatu was here in Puerto Rico, working with the WWC, the the, the logo that you see back there, uh, and uh, I worked with him here in Puerto Rico. Then we uh, we went we uh, yeah we got together in Japan. From Japan, he went to WWF by the time. That's when I went there. And uh, we reunite. And with Yokozuna, with uh, Rodney, uh, you got Undertaker, you got Paul Bearer, you got all those guys. And great, great, beautiful people. They are no longer with us. But, you know, uh, we got, we got and, and uh, let's say, Yoko and Undertaker put together the BSK. So you got Papa Chango, you got the Garwins, you got Sabio Vega, you got all those tough guys, let's call it that way. I mean, together, we are, uh, we have just love, love uh, and a lot of respect. And we never have an argument. We always uh, together uh, everywhere we go. And man, a lot of respect, like I said before. Yeah, I had that in my notes here. I, I think uh, you, you guys went by the, the moniker of the Bone Street crew backstage. And that, that's, that, that, yeah, somebody, somebody say that Bone Street crew. I was like, what the hell is that? Uh, <laughs> that don't mean not that, but that's a crew, you know. Uh, uh, BSK is BSK. It's, it's uh, I mean, it's a brotherhood. Uh, we have the, the, the chance or, or the privilege to be together at the Summer, uh, summer Slam. Uh, mm. uh, so, was Summer Slam? Yeah. yeah. This uh, past year. With, with, yes, with uh, The Undertaker. Uh, Survivor Series, wasn't it? Survivor Series. Oh, Survivor Series. Survivor Series, yes. And, uh, man, it was good to see the Garwins, good to see uh, the Taker. I mean, we have have good time. Good stuff. One quick question about the BSK, though. Who who was the best dominoes player in BSK? Sabio Vega. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we We thought. Yeah, we all play. We all play. We sit down and, and... and uh, have fun, you know, and everything was was always an argument between Taker and Papa. Always. Come on, this and that. No, that, 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 no. You have to throw this and blah, blah, blah. But uh, always was a, a laugh and, and have fun when uh, we are together. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's real friendship and true brotherhood right there. 
And it's, it's great to hear stories about that in wrestling. Yes. So I, I wanted to start. We know that you had a lot of success in Puerto Rico prior to ever coming to WWE. I mean, you won numerous heavyweight titles. You won numerous television championships. What is going through your head when you've signed with WWE and you're going to be given a Japanese martial artist gimmick under a mask? Well, uh, I was already out of Puerto Rico uh, wrestling for, what, maybe maybe a year, uh, and I went to Japan. So I was working just in Japan by the time when, when I, uh, I, I told uh, Bam Bam Bigelow, rest in peace, man, uh, to, to say hello to uh, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. We wrestled here in Puerto Rico under WWC many, many times. So I say, I say, you know, tell the man I say hello, because I, I, I saw that you know he have a good gimmick now, a good character there, going strong. So hey, it's my friend. I tell him I say hello. So in return, when Bam Bam Bigelow come back, he uh, he handled me his number. He said, "Here's Scott number. Call him. He's gonna be such and such a day at home. He want to talk to you." So I called Scott, and Scott says to me, "I talked to the old man." And he's willing to give you a, a tryout. So you're going to have a tryout this such and such a day. I said, well, I have, I have a, a, a tour in Japan. So when I come back, I'm going to tell them to fly me to Syracuse. So that's, that's exactly what they did. And, uh, man, I, I did my tryout as a, as a TNT because I was doing the TNT character, the painting. They don't want to use the paint. They have in mind to do something with somebody else with painting. And uh, so they say, well, let's put you a mask and let's call you Quan. So Quan was, uh, you know, it's a TNT with, with the mask. I said, yeah, why not? I mean, uh, anyway, when I signed the contract, don't say that you're going to pay me more with mask or without mask. So I say, hey, let's do whatever they, they need. So I did the character. I love the character. The character was, uh, was strong. Uh, the, a lot of people believe in that character. Why I say that? Because the day I wrestled uh, Bret Hart was a, a raw, uh, uh, was taping. Because before WWF was live one week, taped the, the next week. So we taped that next week, and they plugged that, that match, of course, on television during the week. Uh, and we break the ratings of that segment when, when that match come on. So that tell me the, the people believe the character, you know, the quant could beat Bret Hart in that match. So, of course, they did what they have to do. Bret was uh, next to wrestle somebody in an in a upcoming pay-per-view. And uh, I love the character. I love the character, Quan, because, uh, like I said before, it was uh, TNT just with the mask. I, I wanna, one, one thing, I told them, when, when they want to do uh, uh, the character, I said, well, you need to have me a mask where you cover my eyes because you cannot see nothing oriental on me. The only thing you see oriental on me is the, the kicks. So uh, we agree and we come up with the cover, cover my eyes. That's why Juan was with the, with the uh, what do you call it, black curtain in his eyes. Uh, to, <laughs> so you cannot see that I'm not oriental. <laughs> I, re I really loved the mist. That's always been oh. a favorite of mine. So you had the mist, so that was great. I loved it. Yes. Yes. So, 
So we, we had the coin there with uh, when you aligned yourself uh, when you first came in. Uh, 95 rolls around. You debut with Razor at in your house there. Um, what's going through? Obviously, you've been there before, like you said, with as Quang. What's going through your mind when you're going through that curtain and with with Razor? Uh, you know, there's rumor out there that has that's a possibility of you and Razor going for the tag straps too, with against Yoko and uh, and Owen. Owen, yeah. How? There's like I said that some of it says that Razor acts that some of it you know what what happened you know were you aligned yeah. to to do that feud or no yeah we we have a match we have the match on TV it was a great match it's on it's on YouTube I, I have the chance to watch it you know you know a couple of months ago and uh, it was a great match uh, between Owen I worked with Owen rest in peace and Yoko also worked. With those guys, uh, single matches, uh, and, and as a tag team, was a lot better. And I mean, you got four professionals inside the ring, including the referee. Five, five professionals inside that ring. Uh, but Razor no one, no one a tag team uh, a championship because he always says that company is a single man uh, company, a single man uh, champion or something like that. So he no want to, he no want to be uh, as a, uh, you know tight team with uh, belts or being a strap uh, with nobody. I said, man, let's, let's, let's do one run. Let's see how it works. No, no, he don't want to do it, blah, blah, blah. So I didn't even say nothing. I just, just quiet. You don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. I don't want to argue, you know, fight about that. You know? So that, that was what, what the reason uh, why they didn't put the, the belts on us because racing don't want to do, you know, tight team. Yeah. Is, so is that match you're talking about, is that the one on Raw that, Raw ended early, or didn't end early, but the match was still going. So then they were going to redo the match the following week. No, I don't think so. The match, the, the match finished that I remember. I don't know if you know for TV purpose if they did something. Uh, maybe they did it backstage. You know, I think it was like it, it was built that yeah. way around because I remember watching yeah. it, and it you know it's coming up. So I'm like, okay, the match is going to end anytime. It's almost ten o'clock or whatever the case was. And it's yeah, still we, going, we, so they ended and said we're gonna basically we're gonna have a rematch okay. next week. And so the, I'll have yeah, to go but, back uh, digging through it. Yeah, check check on it. But uh, yeah, but uh, the point is, uh, Racer don't want to do, you know, he don't want to be attached uh, as a tight team, uh, you know, belt whatever. They have a, he have in mind all the other stuff to do. So I never have a belt in WWF. I never, you know. So I believe it's a it's a what is called his characters in wrestling that you don't need to put a bell on it. I, I, it's all the characters that you have to put the bell on it because uh, whatever, you're going to put him uh, to another level and be the tough, tough guy where he win all the belts and he's the, the you know, whatever. And all, all the guys that you need, you don't need to put belts on. Yeah. Yeah. Now, have you ever been to that point where you've been in wrestling business a long time? Have you ever gotten to that point where somebody yeah. says, hey, let's try this? Or let's try that. And you said, hey, you know, maybe maybe we shouldn't do that. Have you ever been uh, it, hey, decline a certain angle or certain match? Or uh, you try not to let, like, personal feelings get into the way? Well, no. I believe I believe since I, I learned <clears throat> sorry, how to work here in Puerto Rico, we, uh, we got we, – I learned. And uh, I was teach uh, with people where I was – 
willing to do whatever they want. Hey, we need you to do this. Of course, if you have to say something about what I come the, the end of the match, how it's going to be done, and I, my idea or somebody else's idea will be better for the match, of course you have to say something. Why not? I mean, what you do is contribute to, to, to make it better. I mean, you don't want to do it. It works, you know, especially if it's your match. So, yeah, and I, did I remember uh, my argument maybe was about uh, uh, to make it better, to make better finish, to make better match. Uh, of course, to level. Sometimes I just uh, stop to, to the other guy where, hey, you're going to look better doing this. If you want to do that, let's do it. I don't have a problem, but if you do this, you're going to look better. That's for you, not for me. You're not going to be there. I'm going to be your base to, to do whatever you want. So that was 95 where you came in at In Your House. We'll fast forward to uh, In Your House, Beware of Dog, 96 there, with, with Stone Cold with that classic Caribbean strap match that if there's – I always tell everybody, if there's one strap match that you want to watch within the last number of years, go watch this one. It's absolutely, it's brutal. It's phenomenal. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, good. You know, and we have to do it twice. <laughs> exactly. That's where you see, you know where I'm going with this. It's great. Yeah, you got uh, to do it in the dark the first time. <laughs> how, yeah. do you, how, how do you adapt yeah. to that when that happens? Well, uh, if you see the, the tape, when, when I come in down the aisle, the camera is on me one second. That's when the light is strike, no, no lights. We killed like five minutes, you know, waiting till, till the lights come back. Nothing happened until Bruce Preacher approached to me. I was outside killing time. Steve is inside with a strap. That's when they, they, they say, hey, go. You just start the match. Because the light, I believe, is going to take forever. And, and <laughs> I mean, and it took forever. Uh, so we have, we, we did like, uh, I don't know. 20, 25 minutes, maybe more, no lights. So till they say, okay, go home. We did our routine, come back to the dressing room. We just relax till uh, Pat Patterson come and says, guys, on Tuesday, you have to do the match again because, they, uh, you know, nobody watched the pay-per-view. So we have to, we have to, uh, you know, showing to the people on on court. So we are like, a, okay, you know, let's do it. So uh, that's when they say, and you go half an hour. So they added five more minutes to the, to the match. And, you know, let's say, let's do it. To be honest, I love the first match, the one in, on, in the dark, then the second one. The second one, we had a few things here, but we already all bruised up, you know, and, and, and it's a little hard. But we work hard. Steve worked hard. He never complained. We took care of each other. We beat the hell out of each other. But, uh, I mean, I believe it was uh, a skill one of the, the great matches of the Caribbean strap match. Yeah. What, what goes through your mind prior to having a strap match or something like that, where you know that for the next 20 minutes, you're going to get the shit beat out of you with a, <laughs> a strap. I mean, it doesn't matter how big you are or anything yeah. getting hit with a belt or a strap. It, it hurts. So yeah. how do you mentally prepare yourself for what's about to come? I come in already prepared from Puerto Rico. We do that, that type of match in Puerto Rico, and, and we do the, the, the heavy matches. I mean, bottom wire, you got the, the, the chain matches uh, in the neck and the wrist, uh, the, the strap. I mean, all kind of gimmicks. So we already uh, come in prepared uh, to do anything in, in the WWF at that time. And uh, 
you said let's, let's beat the hell out of each other, man. Let's have fun inside there. And uh, I guess we, we, we did. The recent uh, WWE, the bump you're on, I watched watched a couple times okay. you're on. And yeah. in previously, I, I learned this as well, is Steve Austin really credited you a lot with getting him in ring shape when he came in. Uh, you had the ability to work with guys coming in like a Steve Austin, like a Rock, like a, a Triple H. Is that something that whether it be Bruce Pritchard, whether it be Pat Patterson comes to you and says, Hey, we want to get these guys. These are young guys that we really want to get a good eye on. Is that something that you've, you've prided yourself on? And, you know, over believe, the years, I believe, uh, when I, I wish, I wish to, to have, of course, Pat Patterson, uh, life right now. And have, I never, never crossed my mind to be honest to ask him why you picked me to do that match. I mean, by the time he was nobody, I was nobody. So it's like, okay, guys, uh, you're going to have a match. Uh, I believe they picked me because I come in from, from the school in Puerto Rico and I could go either way, left or right, you know, up and down. I could go, you know, by the time uh, I was in good uh, ring shape, uh, I already was doing quang. So I was, I was already a year before uh, Steve arrived. And we did, wow, we did a bunch of matches uh, nonstop, man. We, we, we got into the ring. We go 15 minutes up and downs. Uh, you know, we work hard in that ring to get the reaction of the people. That's what I learned in Puerto Rico, how to get the reaction, how to get the people in my pocket, have the people behind the match and, and be the best match of the night. And that's what I did with Steve all the, all the time. We worked so hard and we come up with different stuff that nobody was doing. Uh, one of the things that I learned here in Puerto Rico was the old time it told, uh, told me, watch the matches. So you learn how to work. So that's what I did. So in WWF, and at that time, I watched the rest of the matches, you know, uh, before my match. And after my match, I, I sit down to take my boots or whatever and start watching the matches because I don't know when I'm going to work with those guys. When I worked with Rock uh, the first time, I mean, knowing WWF by that time was in, in Bahamas. He was green, green, green. And we work hard. We work, you know, to get the timing that he needs. When we come back in, in WWF, of, of course, we work hard. In, in that ring, same with Honor. Honor come from uh, WCW already. He have the experience. Steve, why is one of the uh, 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 questions that I had before? Why we have such a good chemistry from the first match? Because we never crossed each other. But I remember, I, ne I never remember him uh, when I was in Louisiana or, or another, uh, you know, territory. So why we have a great chemistry? Because it's coming from, from that one book of wrestling, basic. The timing, the spots, taking time, watch the people, et cetera, et cetera. And we're coming from that school. Of course, when we got together in WWF, we got 20 by 20 ring, bigger. He, he don't have that. WCW have a small, smaller ring. So that's why he said he got me in, in good ring shape because we work hard, man. We, uh, we beat the hell out of each other. Like I said before, we never hurt each other. And every time he come up with something new, let's do it. Like, but uh, I remember 
I remember they used the second match as the way to write off Ted DiBiase. So the, oh, yeah. the match that you were having the second night was if if you beat Stone Cold Steve Austin, Ted DiBiase would leave the WWF forever. Yes, that's when the, he, he already had the, the business with WCW. Right, which, so he hey, ended up showing helped, up in that WCW. Me a lot. Yeah, that helped me a lot. You know, I remember Pat that day say, Savio, come on. I said, yes. Say, you know how to sing? I said, nah. He said, you're going to sing tonight. I'm like, ah, oh, are you kidding? He said, no, 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 you're going to sing tonight. I don't know. My English is bad. You know, he's like, no, no, no. Here, this is what you're going to sing. Nah, 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 nah. And he told me, I said, okay, I can do that. So, you know, you're going to put everybody <laughs> to sing. And, and that's what we did. And hey, you got the people hooked because the bad guy lost and, and the good guy won. And was, you know, all was to have fun inside the ring, uh, do what we love, you know, wrestling. And man, if I have to do it again, I do it again, to be honest. Well, well, by the end of 96, you're, you're now going to be switching over to a heel role. What's going through your mind when they're telling you you're going to join the Nation of Domination with Farouk and Crush? I love it. I love it. I love the character heel. I love to be a heel. And uh, when they tell me that, they say, you're going to turn you right there at the uh, Madison Square Garden. Where all the time, Bobby Vega, you know, as, as a Puerto Rican, performed over there, and, and you got the Puerto Ricans behind the the wrestler Puerto Rican. And, and man, that's yeah, great. I was hot. I was real hot with you for that because I was a big Ahmed Johnson fan at that time, <laughs> yeah. huge Ahmed Johnson fan. So I was not real so, happy with Sabio Vega. I can tell you that. Yeah. And I and yeah. I end up, I actually I, met you earlier in '96. Well, I didn't really meet you, but. I'm, I'm originally from Tampa. Uh, WWF yeah. came to Tampa, Florida. You guys did a, a house show at the Sundome. Okay. I want to say the you third bet. match of the night, you beat Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then a couple yeah. matches after that, they did the, the intermission. You can go get okay. audio, audio uh, autograph from Savio Vega at intermission. So I ran up and got your autograph. And then when you turned on Ahmed Johnson, I ripped it up through the trash. <laughs> <laughs> now... That autograph cost two million dollars. <laughs> you throw two million dollars right there at the touch can. Oh my god! Such Don't a mark I was. Such a sport. mark. <laughs> well, did. That's good. Yeah. You know what? That's good because, I mean, that was the good work of the performance that we did in the ring, where we got the attention of the people, we got the, the eye of the people, we got the brain, we got the heart. Because what we did inside the ring is that work to get that reaction you know i will that's what that's what a lot of people are missing when it comes to professional wrestling everybody wants to they want to you know my friend why for people for example it's well everybody just says well it's fake it's how do you get into that well i mean you let yourself believe just like you do with a movie i mean you go to watch any movie any tv show whatever you, 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 you feel yourself just getting into it and watching it, enjoying the show. So I like to watch the wrestling show and then the storylines that are built around it and, it. and it makes you believe and you really think about these characters that are there. And yeah, I know that Savio Vega in real life is probably a great guy, but I can hate the guy on TV without it interfering with anything. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what's so great about it. And it's great that you love being able to, you know, be a face or be a heel or whatever. And, you know, some wrestlers 
play better on one side or the other. Because you dominate it's, what you do. When you dominate what you do, you could play anything. You say one word, you say word fake. Uh, the other day I watched uh, Vampiro, the Canadian guy, uh, do a, a, a what's it, what's a, a, what's it called? Interview they did with him, some tape. And he said, well, if wrestling is fake, I mean, we, we hurt each other. We hurt our necks, shoulders, back, mm-hmm. knees, bad nights, night, good night, good days, good payday, bad paydays, headaches. You miss you, you, you kids, birthday, anniversaries. Uh, I mean, you lost, you lost friends on the road. What do you think about that? Exactly. I mean, if, it, if it's fake, why the people don't do it? If it's so fake, it's like you. Why you not go in and really do it? You know, because it's like, well, but you're a wrestler. Of course, because I love what you do. What I do in the ring, what I, what I, my, my first love with wrestling was through the, through the television. And when I see the ring and I see those guys inside the ring, I was shocked. I was like, I mean, hey, 40 years later, I still here. And, and, and you know, when I was a kid, I do my cards. I do championship belts. I mm-hmm. call my friends to do a car. I put names on them. And, and sometimes when I do that, in, in my ring was, uh, you know, was on the floor. That's my ring. And, and, and some, some of the guys come. Sometimes the guy never show up. And I disappoint because I believe my, my, my future was to be inside the wrestling, wrestling business, you know, and, uh, like I say, I'm still here. And I learned how to do the real wrestling, do the real business inside and out. Television, I mean, performing, the talk, you name it, from A to C, I, I believe I'm capable to, to run and do the good wrestling that we need. Another thing to say is a, it's a lot of people, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned something, uh, if we have, I try to remember uh, the new generation don't don't have that timing to turn around to the left to the right front or back to watch the fans they work for them and it, it and it's bad somebody probably listen to this interview and gonna say oh because we don't have no fans now but moron, a year ago you have fans and you do the same thing, you know? So why you don't stop and, and, and cut in half all those jumping moves, do it with good timing, work for the fan to get the fan up their chair to cheer you, to go behind you, to tell a story inside the ring. Oh, I'm not in a company, so I don't need a big story. Of course, you don't need a big story. I agree with you, but you can do a story inside the ring right there for that night show. I mean, don't tell me you cannot do it because I've been doing it million times. So, I mean, I don't have to be in ABCD company, you know, to have a hot, hot story to perform inside the ring and tell the people 
are going to make you get up from your seat. I want to make you be happy. Go back home and talk about in your way home about the car and say, I love this, the match of Savio Vega and Stone Cold in Boston. I love the, the Savio Vega match against blah, blah, blah. You know, that's what I do. I love, I love to do that. I love to, to you know, get the, the, the fan happy. And that's all it's about. You know, that, yeah. that wrestling show where I got your autograph, that was the first live wrestling show I ever went to in my life. And my dad still to this day makes fun of me that when the, you know, the music hit, he goes, I could see the veins in your neck. You were screaming so loud. Wow. <laughs> but it, it's always yeah, when, just when, been, no matter what, yeah. it's always yeah. been something that I loved and nobody in my family has ever liked it. You know, I fell in love with Hulk Hogan yeah. when I was three yeah. years old. I remember, you know, WrestleMania three, four, my, my kind of wow. earliest memories is WrestleMania yes. five. Yes. But wow. I've always liked it, and I've always had my family deter me from watching it, and I never let it. And, yeah. it, and the and, fact and, that it, it just it didn't matter to me. It's yes. it's you, like you the one that. guy says it's still real to me. Damn it, yeah. I enjoy it, and it is real to me because it's so much yeah. fun, and you can you oh, can yeah. really enjoy it. And and don't let it. You know you, you can't. I mean, no, nobody watches Superman and go, well, that's not real. Well, exactly. Yeah. So. Why yeah. can't I watch this and just enjoy it and live my life? I'm not bothering you. Let's just do hey, it. Uh, Love it. Right here, we are we are we are training some actors for a movie that is going to run here in Puerto Rico, and so I'm training those guys. Uh, and of course, they're they're actors, but when they got in the ring and we we start doing a, a wrestling routine, you're like, oh my god, it's like a, I'm, I can breathe. It's hard. Is this? So I say, imagine that we have to be thinking, what is the next move? How I'm gonna perform to get that old lady, old old that uh, old man, or anybody to get up from their seats? You know, I have to have good shape to be running in the ring to don't hurt myself or or, or hurt my my opponent. I mean, it's so many things that, that we do inside that ring. That we love it when when you put all those uh, fifty movement of thinking, looking here, bumping or whatever together in just one line. I mean, you 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 cook. You you, you know you you are you are doing the great of wrestling. And like I said before, I'll go for forty years, man, and, and I, I still love it. I still love it. One night stand in 1997. Yeah, one night stand. Yeah, it was WWF tag team titles: the Headbangers versus Miguel Perez Jr. and Savio Vega. Yes, check check that match, and you can see how the you know Miguel and me we manage the uh, how to, to position the referee, how to position the guys. I mean, we have the experience big time to to work inside the ring. Check that match, and you can see Miguel and me we come in from Puerto Rico to work many many many, many times. Uh, Japan, Puerto Rico. WWF, uh, and man, check that match and, and, and send me a comment. How you see the uh, the way we work in the ring, the way we did what we did inside the ring, position the guys to to do the next move and blah blah blah. Yeah, but yeah, that was that that time frame there. That was a lot of people have said that was that time when everybody there was always factions, and everybody like you said, you always mention. You know, eight or uh, DOA. You always mention 
uh, you always mentioned the, uh, excuse me, uh, well, the, Nation of Domination. You had, you had the Everybody. Disciples of Apocalypse, the Los Bariquas, the Nation of Domination, and then later on you had the Truth Commission come in. Oh, yeah. Because so, yeah. that, that year's Survivor Series was called Gang Rules. The, the, the infamous Survivor Series was wow. Gang Rules. And then I was hey, I was there and even remember those things. <laughs> it's I it's my wife tells me I remember the dumbest stuff. No, and, and, and hey. she'll but she'll tell me she'll be like, Hey, I need you to go downstairs and take some hamburger out of the freezer. Okay. <laughs> you open and it. then she'll come home. Did you take the hamburger out of the freezer? What hamburger? Oh, no. <laughs> you crazy? You never told me this. <laughs> it's true, it's true. It's like uh uh, uh, baseball fans, they know the name of every player in the team. And some guys I know in the United States, he probably know everybody's, uh, you know, team and everybody, you know, even the umpires, whatever. I mean, because they follow the, the teams. They love that. Same with as football. So in wrestling, it's the same. In wrestling, you, you watch uh, all these guys and say, oh, this is guy, guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. I remember such a, such a match uh, because, uh, I mean, make an impact uh, to you. So I, I, I still remember a bunch of guys uh, in my era when I was starting. You know, I remember the, the stories that they did by that time before I, I become a, a real mark. So, you know, uh, I love I love the way uh, wrestling is done. And I believe, uh, you know, until I die, I'll be here. So... What's the restrictions on getting to Puerto Rico right now with COVID? No, no, buy a ticket and I come down and behave. Well, I'm, I'm, taking, I'm, I'm taking the wife to see oh, AEW good. in Jacksonville for Memorial okay. Day. But I'm thinking oh, but I, might need to, I think I might need to plan a trip to Puerto Rico to go to a show. Yeah. I mean, if, right I now, ta- if I take her to these nice places, she'll go. It's, right now, it's no. Uh, too much wrestling right now. They they uh, they planning to open probably for a June to have like a thirty percent of the people in the in the buildings. Uh, but that still don't know because uh, I might I might have feels- to shoot for a maybe I'll have to shoot for a, a twenty twenty two trip with the old lady. I'll have yeah, to I'll have to, sh- I'll have to shoot you a message on. Twitter one day, maybe yes. I'll be able to take you out to dinner or Welcome. something. We'll figure this Welcome. out. Of course, <laughs> I've never been yes. to Puerto Rico, so I want to come down and go to nice. a, a WWC show and yes. see something different. Yes, now yeah, no. we, we, we run in a good story between the IWA Puerto Rico, which is my company, and WWC. So, I mean, it's, it's a hot story that we are crazy, so the, the people behave so we could do shows uh, at the building because. I mean, we want to sold out those buildings, man. Yeah, I was. I think uh, that might be onto something here. This might be a good <laughs> idea. No, I was down. I I was down in Puerto Rico a couple of years ago for my stepbrother's yeah. wedding. He got married down in uh, San Juan, and uh, absolutely love the area. And it, no matter of fact, I, I, that's why I say you face is familiar. This is the guys that crush all the, the wedding, and they walk. All over the, the ceiling of the cars, breaking windshields, I know that, you know. 
No, that's, I swear that wasn't me. It was my, it was my twin. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, it was it was great. It's it's the only airport I've flown into where you get off and there's like kiosk and kiosk of uh, of liquor, yeah. and I'm like, yes. all right, this is uh, that's 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 my my trip to Puerto Rico is why I quit uh, drinking uh, liquor after a while. So, uh, but not uh, alcohol. No, yeah. no, 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 that, that, no, no, no more vodka and cranberry juice after this no. wedding. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, to go back on that, uh, Los Bariquas, you, you mentioned Miguel there. For those of you that aren't familiar with Los Bariquas, Miguel was the guy that had, uh, uh, he was gifted with a lot of hair. The firm, the firm. <laughs> he had the carpet, the carpet of hair. Yes. Have you... Did you ever play ribs on him with that? No, 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 never. No, no. I mean, uh, uh, what's normal for us uh, when, when you know, as a young, uh, know him, he was hairy like like crazy. And uh, but no, no. One time he come shave, we are like, what the hell are you doing, man? And let's say one week later, he's already, you know, uh, he's a hairy guy, crazy. Mm-hmm. What's it like wrestling against a real hairy guy like that with all the sweat? And... Yeah, well, normal, yeah. I believe, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and even concentrating that, I just, you know, continue. Uh, uh, you know, I, I talked to his wife one time, uh, you know, and, and he's, she said, every day I have to have the, the vacuum and bed because when he get up, he left all the, he looked like a dog. Like a German <laughs> shepherd just rolled out of the yeah. bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like a cheat's world hair all over the place. Oh, well, later later on in your run, so back we're we're now in 1998. WWF, E, whatever you want to call it, they come up with this brawl for all. What are your thoughts on the brawl for all? And do you think it was a good idea, a bad idea? Would you like to see it again or what? Uh, well, when when they call us and and uh, I wasn't home. Uh, getting uh, the tent machine on my neck. I was having the uh, C7 vertebrae pinching my, my, my nerve, and I was in the home in my recliner with ice on it, uh, the tent, uh, electric shocks on it, and that's when uh, Bruce Pritchard called me. He said, hey, Savi, we have this idea, uh, a show called Bro for All. It's going to be a fight. Uh, they're going to pay this kind of money you win or lose you know you're going to make that money and he said uh you're inter- interested I said, are you kidding me he's like no 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 this is real i said well yeah why not but as i said, remember my neck is hers so don't worry it's, this is not a, it's not going to be next month it's going to take a little more time i said put me on said, okay so he called a crew of people we have a big meeting uh next to the ring uh, to pull the rules because what's in no rules. Uh, so the rules are takedowns. If it's knockout, it's knockout, you're out. Uh, they cut the kicks because the only guy that kicks was me. So they say, well, well no kicks because Savio's going to kill everybody with the kick. We don't know how to kick. You know, he's going to kill everybody. So I said, come on, guys, <laughs> put me over. Come on. So no kicks, uh, just takedowns. And I said, well, let's do it. You know, why not? Uh, I, I see a video of uh, Jim Cornette say that what that was crazy, that was stupid. They kill a guy. I mean, that killed everybody. The, the, the once the bar gun knocked down, man, ugh, out. I lost my second fight 
uh, against Dross. God bless him. Uh, and uh, it was fun, man. If I have to do it again, not this time, but that time, yeah, of course, why not? I mean, hey, you like to fight? You get in a ring with Globe. And, I mean, we are not a boxing shape because you have the mouth feet on and the glow. I mean, you got, you got, you go crazy. I mean, you can breathe. At least was what one minute, two minute round. They, they I mean, were like was, one minute rounds. They're pretty yeah, quick. Yeah. I remember oh. your your first your first fight in the brawl for all was against Brackus. Yeah, well, that big guy. Jack dude that you. I mean, yeah. he couldn't even hardly move. Well, you know, this is this is what I was thinking when uh, they say you're gonna fight him. I say, well, I need to I need to try to knock this guy out because if he catch me with those four by four. You're gonna kill me. So I come in with my neck hurt, you know. I, I went inside the ring, you know, hurt. So hey, I think let's go. I, I cry, you know, go cry somewhere. Uh so I have I say I have to do something because if not, he's gonna if you punch me one of those four by four, he's gonna you know knock me out. So I did what I have to do. All right, well, I, I think put, you, I, I mean you bloodied him up. His yeah, nose was all busted. Nose. Yeah. And I, I, I think that was pretty much the end of him and his WWE run. After that, he, he disappeared. I never have uh, uh, the chance to see him or talk to him again. Uh, I don't know. I hope uh, he's he's good. You know, he's okay. But I never never know nothing about. about you can't him. really find much on him anymore. Great guy. Great I remember guy. I went to a Raw. It was the Raw after. In your house, it's time. So it was in Tampa. And it was in December of 96. And he wrestled in one of the dark matches against who? It was the wrestler who? I think it was Jim Neidhart in a mask. Maybe, yes. I remember. And everybody was amazed at how big he was. So we had, my buddy and I, we had front row seats. And we actually got backstage passes. We got to go up in one of the suites and meet some of you guys. Because my buddy's dad was good friends with the Briscoes. So he owned a funeral parlor company in Tampa. And you guys used to do some of the casket matches, and that's where they'd get their caskets. So we got free front row tickets, and we got to go backstage and meet you guys. You see that huge guy. Well, he wasn't there, but we, you know, like I got to meet you, Bradshaw, um, Ahmed Johnson, uh, Mark Henry was there. And and I remember that I never thought that you guys were as big as they said you were, until I had front row. Because the first like, time I the first time I ever went to wrestling, I wasn't in front row, so I was you know probably in row thirty something, you know, up in the bleachers. And I had front row, and I I, I was just amazed at how big you guys really are. I mean, there's I'm like there's no way these guys are that I was, big. I was I was the shorter I was the shorter one. You, the, the rest of the guys are. Ooh. Well, my little brother and I met Crush and The Undertaker bowling one time. Huge. And I, I'll always remember that they're holding bowling balls, and it looked like a normal human's holding a softball. Yeah. Their hands were so big. Undertaker's drinking beer out of the pitcher. So he's not even using – I mean, literally, he's using his pitcher as yeah. his beer mug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my little brother walks up to Crush and says – Hey, how come you're not wearing your tattoo on your face? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
uh, I, I took it off and put it on. <laughs> but I mean, they, they couldn't have handled it any better. We were too little, you know, I was 14 or so. My little brother was 10. He, I mean, he and I were the only ones that watched wrestling. So we go up there and we, you know, and we didn't even bother him. I have this thing about seeing celebrities out in, in person that I don't ask for autographs or anything like that. Okay. So it's usually just kind of a, like, I know who you are, but I'm going to leave you alone. So we, we just kind of went over and looked and then you know, kind of came over and my, that's what my little brother said, the tattoo thing to him. But they couldn't have been any nicer. They were both there with their, I, I guess their wives and, and we weren't going to bother them, but it was, it, it's just surreal to see how big and how wide these guys really are. It's oh, yeah. scary. Huge guy. Big, big guy. Uh, RJ, what you got? So let's go with the current product. I know we're doing a lot of stuff in Puerto Rico there. How did you, how does it differ from starting in Puerto Rico than it does in the States? Is it, is it that big of a difference? Is, is the training different or how, how does no, that? The, 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 the difference uh, of what advantage, let's call it that way, that I have, from the rest of the guys was that Puerto Rico have wrestling every week, every weekend. Uh, you know, it's, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Thursday, sometimes seven days a week, but we work every week. I mean, it, it, that way was better for, for the, you know, upcoming guys because you learn, because you are working all the time, every day, every day. So whatever mistake you make on Friday, somebody sees you, Saturday you have to fix Sunday you have to fix next week you have to fix you know you have the time to and get better and better the punches the kicking whatever anything you know that you have to fix you have the chance uh to do it and the states was a little bit different with some of the guys because you know you have to be at that at, at such a whatever company to wrestle all the time if not was like we call an indie uh, and, and they do what shows once a month or something like that. Uh, and, and some guys, of course, come up with great uh, uh, timing inside the ring. Uh, others took maybe uh, long because they don't have a teacher or somebody to, to help them or don't have the, uh, the advantage of work every, every week. You know? So, I mean, I have that, uh, that advantage and help me a lot. Yeah, because you see a lot of great talent coming out of Puerto Rico, starting with yourself, starting with a lot of the guys you're starting to see on, uh, you know, AEW, a lot of these promotions now, like yeah. you said. Uh, but do you, have you had, do you have a chance to watch a lot of the current product, whether it be WWE, NXT, uh, AEW? Do you have time for that? or? To be honest, not. I don't, I, since I left the, uh, the company, in 1999, uh, we opened Puerto Rico, the International Wrestling Association, IWA. And since that day, we just concentrate on what we do in here in Puerto Rico. We did some business with them. We bring some guys from the company. You know, Vince gave me the, the, the chance to, to bring Faker here and, and some of the other uh, boys. And, and it was great. So we just concentrate big time in the, in the product, uh, of course. By that time, I still watched a little bit of WWF, Monday Night Raw, but come to a point where BC, big time with the company, 
So since that day, my friend, I didn't even watch too much wrestling. What's your favorite wrestling championship belt of all time? Always the NWA belt. I love that belt. Always NWA. 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 Oh, the the ten pounds of gold. Uh, no, the 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 first one, the one the uh, Harley Race carry and and Ric Flair. That that belt. Always. always, Oh yeah, uh, that's the ten pounds of gold. That's a okay. Yeah, man. So the one that's currently held by Nick Aldis. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. love that belt. Always. Uh, that belt is, I don't know, you know, the, uh, but I love, love that kind of belt. So especially with the, with the WWE now, you're seeing a lot of uh, former or past, a lot of the boys uh, going into behind the scenes roles. Um, yeah. Is down the road, you know, things are going real well for you down there in Puerto Rico, WWE comes to knock and says, Hey, we will look and we want to bring you in as some sort of like advisement role or producer role, something backstage. Uh, is that something you're uh, thinking about possibly doing if it comes to knocking or are you pretty much settled right there in Puerto Rico? Well, if it's a job for me, of course, why not? I mean, you cannot tell somebody uh, not for a good job that you love to do. You know, if the chance is there, Yes, of course I do and do. And, and uh, you know, I'm going to do something that I love to do. So it's helping the guys to, to get better and better and get paid for it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. If you could have created your own gimmick when you came to the WWF, what would it have been? Would you have just kept, like, the TNT thing going? Or? Yeah, the TNT, of course, because the TNT was uh, – natural for me uh, coming with the taekwondo background uh, uh kicks and, and real feel art martial arts and uh i, I keep doing the the tnt it's like it's, i said I love, i've never I love gotten i've never gotten the opportunity to see you as tnt so i'm gonna have to do some digging but yeah, everything i've read go, you were a hell of a heel <laughs> well i did i did both i did both face right. face and heel but check check you go on youtube and put tnt and uh, you're gonna see a bunch of stuff there. I mean, all right, I'll check see, it out tonight see, when we're done. You could see uh, um, stuff when I was starting, and you could see the greenness of me, you know, till I was getting better and better and better. Then later was a, another story. You know, you know, one last thing I just want to touch on before we close shop for tonight. Uh, we mentioned the few or the few great feud that you had with 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 Steve Austin. Uh, another feud that I. I, I noticed and I enjoyed too was your feud with uh, Dustin Reynolds, Goldust. Oh, uh, just absolutely phenomenal. And it was com- kind of compare and contrast, con- uh, compare and contrast, excuse me, uh, your feud with, with, with Steve. Uh, and how, how was it working with Dustin? Because we've heard a lot of, you know, the rumor and innuendo, I guess you could say is, you know, his, his character at that time was, they were trying to ease into it a little bit. They didn't want to be do too much or too little. Uh, how did you adapt to working with that type of, uh, that type of character and with, with Dustin? Well, the story with Dustin is, uh, uh, he was already in the company. And uh, I remember seeing him, Week by week, Monday by Monday, dress with the paint and sit down just right there. And 
one one day I remember I said to him, man, what's going on with you? you, you I see you there all the time, and he's he's already like down, you know. He, uh, uh, I asked him what happened, why why you don't work? He said they don't know what they're gonna do to you know with me. So what do you mean? He said well, uh, they don't know what to do with the character. I said I know what to do with the character. He said really? I said yeah. Can I talk to Pat? I said talk to Pat. So I left. I don't know where. When I come back, here's Pat and and, uh, and Dustin. He said, Savio, Dustin says uh, you know how to work with the character. I said, Well, I guess yes. I, I think I have an idea. He said, Well, put it together. You go. You go in the ring. I looked. Uh, I looked. Uh, Dustin as you thought I was going. You know, I was off that day, and I say, Yeah, let's do it. So we sit down and put together a routine. You know, a routine, the, you know, hey, I, I, the first, first thing I asked him was, I mean, you are what? I mean, by that time, the character is, is a flamboyant guy. He, I mean, what, what are you? you? I mean, you are, you are a statue, you know, uh, an Oscar or something like that, you know, but what is it? Well, I don't know. It's going to be in, in, in the progress of what we're doing. It's all right. So we sit down. And uh, I put a routine together, and let's do it in the ring. So, after, you know, after we did the first match, and I start putting more stuff, more stuff in the character, move this, let's do that, let's, you know, manage how how uh, get the character. And uh, one of the first things we did was we look up, spin me around, he's behind me, and the first thing he do is to start touching me. So it's like, a, and, and I stuck, I was close, like, a, I don't understand what the hell he's doing. So I'm like, what the hell? So I had turned around and I got out and was a fight. So here I come, let's fight. And he's, you know, going back. So, okay, next next one is going to be the same, but he's going to touch me from my my uh, heels up all, all the way, you know. So even my face. So same thing. So now I'm hearing the people reaction. So that's the way we start putting uh, you know, step by step, his character. Come to a point in where we did a, a, a move in where he's climbing the ropes, and I hear I get up, I kick his leg, he crutches himself in the corner. So when I'm up, kick him, and you know, and, and I'm ready to give him a, like a suplex, he stopped me and he's like a kiss me. So the people look like it was a real kiss, but what he do put his hands here. And when he put he put his his uh, uh, cheek in my in my mouth, so you could see the pain and look like it was a kid. <laughs> so when that happened, I took a bump, you know, from the second rope to the middle of the ring. So when he come and jump on me last second, I put my foot up and he hits his chin. And and man, you could hear the reaction of the people. We work hard. Uh, like I said, when when I work with Steve, uh, you know, work hard to to get the people's money worth. And uh, hey, that's 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 what I know to do. And uh, but I worked with him ooh, so many many times. and have fun, mm. fun, fun, fun. I have I have one last question for you. Yes. And this revolves around another legend in Puerto Rico, and somebody who hasn't quite made it where they need to be here in the United States. And I hope that we get more of them. And I really think WWE dropped the ball. But what are your thoughts on Carly Cologne? Oh, Carly, that's that's uh, 
it, it, that's this is the, the father's company. That's going to be his company one of these days. I mean, Carly is a great performer. What an attitude. What a performance. He, he just went to the pay-per-view, and you could see his physique. He looked better now than he was looking 20 years ago. I mean, and Eddie, uh, uh, Primo, also. I mean, they, they, Orlandito, they're all great guys. They, they born in this business. Especially Carly. The, the character that he performed with the you know bad guy or whatever the, the apple brother I mean what a performer I'm 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 happy when I saw him there very very happy I'm a little disappointed that they don't grab him and have him there right now uh, my thought was when he was in the pay per view that they're gonna hire him and he's gonna be in his uh, WrestleMania but I mean the finger went the other way but I mean we still above the the earth so, Hope uh, anytime see him in, in WWE. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping we get him back. He was he was in Royal Rumble, yeah, right. and he was on Raw the next night. Yeah, and then he was gone from there, and it just. But what a performance! A good attitude in the ring. He know what to do in the ring. He got he got the Puerto Rican timing because he come from here. He come from the ground in, in Puerto Rico, and he know how to 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 manage the people. I absolutely loved his character back in. Uh, probably what was it, about the 05 time range when he started mm-hmm. coming in. And he he was something else. And I never quite understood how it never right. evolved more. It's just this is one of those things. Vince McMahon doesn't see it. But well, my I don't God, know. I, he looked amazing I, when he came back for the Royal Rumble. Ooh, they put him in Puerto Rico. Uh, somebody put uh, uh, pictures of when he was there in the beginning and pictures now. And man, he looked better right now. He, he was looking big, better shape. I mean, even the hair bigger. But uh, I, I always wondered Charlie, if maybe because he, he wasn't the most jacked guy ever, and not the tallest guy. If that was maybe what held him back, because he had the mic skills, he had the skills oh, yeah. in the ring, so it didn't add up. Mm-hmm. No, Carly is a great performance. Hope, hope, hope to see him uh, soon. In, uh, in in WWE ring. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, you know, to close shop, just thank you so much for making time for us. We really do appreciate it. Uh, and uh, just lastly, plug what plug what you got coming up, shows the and whatnot, people, uh, ways people can get a hold of you and follow you. Yeah, well, on Instagram, the, the people could check on CEO, Savio Vega, CIO, CEO, Savio Vega. Well, the people could check on me on, on Instagram as a T.O. Savio Vega, which is T.I.O. Savio Vega on Instagram. On uh, Facebook, they could check uh, Savio Vega official fan page. And also check on IWA Puerto Rico, where you could see what we're doing with wrestling in Puerto Rico also, uh, because we are partnered with the company, WWC.com. Uh, uh, you could check what we are doing in, in wrestling here, man. And, and thank you guys for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. And let's do the second time anytime soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Savio. Really do appreciate it. Absolutely loved it. Just followed you on Instagram and Twitter. I'll get on your Facebook page here shortly. We, we really do appreciate you taking the time out to do this with us. I mean, we're just a, a small little podcast, just two guys having fun. Nice. And, yes, and you you taking time out of your day for us is incredible and we really thank, thank you. you thank you thank you very much and uh, also like you say in twitter to be at sabio vega 
at IWA Puerto Rico and at Ninja TNT. So check it out. There you go. Awesome. Bless you. A big thank you goes out to Mr. Savio Vega for coming on the Ringside Rant this week. Go over and follow him across all the social medias. Check out his great promotion down there in Puerto Rico. While you're doing that, head over to wherever you get your great podcasts and make sure you subscribe to the Ringside Rant across all your major podcasting platforms, including fullpresscoverage.com, as well as the Shining Wizards Wrestling Network. Big thank you to both of those two platforms for allowing us to be on their great, great networks. Head over to ringsiderant.whatforapparel.com to check out all the great, great merchandise that we have for the Ringside Rant. Purchase it, take a screenshot, send it to us, and we'll give you a shout out on the show as well as on social medias. Appreciate each and every one of you and appreciate everybody over at What For Apparel. You can follow us across all your social medias at underscore ringside rant as well as Dave in the QC. Thank you each and every one of you for telling your friends, telling your family to listen to the ringside rant and joining us right here in Ranters Nation.